Welcome to Covenant's Pulpit Ministry. Covenant Evangelical Free Church believes that the Bible is the Word of God and that God's Word is vital for life-transforming Christianity. We trust that you will grow to know the Word of God and more importantly, the God of the Word as you hear this message today. May God bless you as you open your heart to His Word. Hi everyone, my name is Matt, I'm a pastor here at this church. Can we give a big round of applause to all those in the skit, the crew, the musicians? Come on, let's give them a big round of applause. They're doing so well. Wow, excellent. Now the skit will continue very soon. I'd like to just talk to us a little bit, if you don't mind. Now, with me, I have been given a gift from a friend. And apparently this gift is very expensive. In fact, he said it's precious, priceless. I wonder what this could be. Now, is this a flat screen TV, very light one, or a monitor, or maybe a photo frame that's gold-plated because it's precious, it's priceless. You're curious what's inside here? Yes? I think the kids are. Yeah. Let's have a look. I'm going to rip open this. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's, it is a photo of my family and my, my son when he, was, when he was young. So precious, isn't it? Family, relationships, they're very precious to us. When we think of Christmas, we think of relationships that are precious. They're priceless. You can't replace them. And when it comes to Christmas, we think about relationships of gathering under a Christmas tree and receiving presents and we wonder what's under inside each box. We want to gather as a family to makan together, eat turkey of all the things. I don't know why turkey on Christmas. We don't have turkeys here in Singapore. We have chickens from Malaysia, so we think we have. But perhaps that's what Christmas is. Sales and that most wonderful time of the year, right? But is it? Not for everyone. Not for everyone, there's relationships. Some people, they're going through a lot of challenges. They're really stressed out at work. Perhaps they need to talk to someone about it because they're having some mental health challenges. And there's some people, they've got a lot of conflict. Could be in the home, could be at work or in school. Or there's some people who are very lonely. Research tells us that one in three people in the world will be lonely this Christmas. And there are other people around the world where things aren't so pleasant. We see it on our news. There's war in Ukraine and in other parts of the world. In fact, it says that it's going to be a very cold and miserable Christmas in the Ukraine. And some people, they're concerned about the future. There will be an economic inflation next year. 8% GST and so on and so forth. There are some people are very concerned about climate change or, in fact, they are suffering the effects of climate change where there are floods, fires, earthquakes, and so on and so forth. And there are some people who are suffering under extreme poverty in the world. As I speak, every six seconds, it's said that a child would die of extreme hunger in the world. And so we think of Christmas as supposed to be this wonderful time of the year where we all gather 
with our family, but it's not like that for everyone. So what is Christmas all about? Well, some people say it's for Christians to celebrate. But here's a fun fact for all of us. Did you know that in the Bible, the word Christmas never appears? It doesn't tell us in the Bible, go celebrate Christmas on the 25th of December. It doesn't say that. But yet, we seem to know that Christmas is a Christian celebration where we celebrate the birth of Jesus. And how is it that the birth of a baby is the greatest gift? I mean, it's just a baby. What can a baby do? What is Christmas really all about? Oh, yes, it's about the birth of a baby. Oh, yes, it is about the greatest free gift, as we've heard. See, when Mary and Joseph were about to be married, they were teenagers, which was very common 2,000 years ago in Israel. But they weren't married yet, and Mary was to become pregnant. That's like a big no-no back then and even today. And an angel would appear to Joseph. Now, when a mother's about to give birth, you know, parents, they worry about a few things and they start planning a few things like diapers and whether to use formula milk or breast milk or those kinds of things. But there's something that all parents go through, a decision that will affect the child for a lifetime. You know what that decision is, right? Their name. And here an angel would appear and give that name. It says in the Bible there, she will bring a son to birth, and when she does, you, Joseph, will name him Jesus. God saves, because he will save his people from their sins. Watch for this. A virgin will get pregnant and bear a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which in the Hebrew language means God is with us. See, this Christmas, there are people who suffer, who suffer from loneliness, who suffer from depression, that suffer from anxiety, that suffer from fear of the future, that suffer in hunger. And we ask the question, where is God in all of this? Does He really care? But when Jesus came to the world, He came to save us of our sins, and He would be with us. See, you would expect God, the creator of the world, this great godly king that created the universes, will come in his greatness. He was a king, a heavenly king, but yet he mixed with common people, like you and I. He walked around. He didn't even have a house address. He would sleep in the most difficult terrain. And he mixed with people who were called sinners, and back in his day, that was a big no-no, but he would still do that. He would mix with prostitutes. He would mix with tax collectors that were considered the scum of the earth. And he would talk to people with skin diseases that were considered unclean and dirty. He would mix with each different person of different status and different backgrounds. And he does that even today. Oh, God cares. He loves us. How is it a special gift, though? A free gift. It says in the Bible that, of course, Jesus, when he was growing up, 
He was arrested for doing absolutely nothing wrong. And he died for our wrongdoings, our sin. It says in the Bible that there's a free gift. It says the wages of sin, all our wrongdoing is death. If we don't receive Jesus as a Savior, we will die and die and suffer after our death. But there's good news that Jesus has given us unconditional forgiveness. Since the free gift is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That gift is called grace. Something we've never earned or desired for or even thought we had to have, but Jesus gave it freely. It's a free gift. And with it comes peace in relationship with God and peace before all other people. That's what Christmas is truly about. The gift of life. You know, recently I had a friend who just passed away. She had a brain tumor. And she was suffering. She would go through chemotherapy and she would talk to other patients in the ward as she's undergoing chemo, and she'll be so happy. And people are wondering, we're suffering here. Why are you so happy about this? I know Jesus. He has come to save me, and He is with me even now. I feel His presence and His peace, His love, joy, peace, patience. And she would share about this Jesus because she wanted that person to receive the greatest free gift ever. And even in a suffering, in a semi-coma, she would still be full of joy because she had that certainty that when she passes from this earth, she will meet Jesus in eternal life. It reminds me of a little girl that I met many years ago. She was nine years old. She also had a brain tumor, and she was in the last days of life. But she had one wish, that she'd be baptized, which means that she would tell the whole world that she's a Christian. And I went to the house with another friend and we took a little bowl of water and we sprinkled on her head and she teared because she was so happy because she knew in her heart she received the greatest gift. His name is Jesus. The question that I have for you is do you have room for Jesus in your heart today? Wow! 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 Why don't you take something? I can just take something? Sure! What's the matter? I don't know which to take. How about both? Both? Yep. I can take both? Mm -hmm. In fact, you can take as many gifts as you want from this shop. As many gifts as I want? Wow! Are you Santa Claus? <laughs> no, I'm not. But go on. Oh, slow down, young lady. Thank you very much, ma'am. Oh, wait! Don't forget about this gift. What is it? This is the special gift of Christmas. You cannot leave this shop without this gift. But I don't have any more room. Well, you'll have to make room for this. 
But how do I do that? Mm, maybe leave some of those gifts behind to make room for this gift. But that gift is so big. I would have to leave a lot of my gifts behind just to make room for your gift, and it doesn't even look beautiful at all. Well, sometimes the most beautiful and special gifts are those wrapped in the most ordinary packages. But it really doesn't look special at all. But this is the most special and beautiful gift. Why? Mm, I'll tell you all about it over there. Come on. Because this is the special gift of Christmas. The special gift of Christmas? Mm -hmm. This is the heart and soul of Christmas. The heart and soul of Christmas? Yep. This special gift of love represents hope for the world. Hope for the world? How? Well, God knew that what this lost and lonely world needed the most was to see, feel, and touch His love. So He sent down His Son, Jesus Christ, to be born into this world for you and for me. God sent us His only Son? Yes, He did. But we failed to accept Him. Some of us even rejected Him. They rejected the Son of God. Why? Well, sometimes we fill our hearts with so many other things that we forget to make any room for Jesus. What other things? <laughs> other not-so-important things, like money, beauty, our homework, our My Little Pony toys. And before you know it, we have no more room left for Jesus. Then what happens? Then Jesus will have to sleep in a bed made of straw on a run-down manger with all the animals, just like the day he was born. Animals? It must have been very smelly. Mm-hmm. And very cold as well. But you see, all the rooms in the inns and hotels in Bethlehem were filled with other not-so-important guests. And for baby Jesus, there was no more room. But I want Jesus to sleep in the nicest room. Well, then we'd have to make room for him in our hearts, won't we? Yes, I want to make room for Jesus. I want to give him my whole heart so that he can choose whichever room he would like to live in. I'm sure he'd like that very much. Bye-bye. <laughs> Funny how much you can learn from these young ones. In giving up all these gifts, she gains so much more than what she ever held in her arms. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these other gifts will be added unto you. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs>
If the truth will ever set you free Depends on you You want to Now will you You want to want this free gift. It is for each of us here. The question is, do we feel that we deserve this free gift? Like the millionaire. I don't need it. I already have all that I have. Perhaps some of us feel that way. I don't need anything. I don't need any help. I don't need anyone. I got everything that I need. I've got the success. I've got the money. I've got the power. But the interesting thing about all of us is death is a very real thing for each of us. That we can't take what we possess here on this side of earth. Perhaps some of us, we can relate with one of the robbers, always bumming up in life, but always trying to find something elusive out there. Or perhaps like the other robber, almost to your wit's ends, kneeling and begging and wanting something to get out of a situation that you know you can't get out of, but you're crying out for help. Or perhaps you're like the little girl, curious. And perhaps your heart is open to make room for this free gift. I wonder where each of us are at. For I'm reminded that there is a free gift. Christmas isn't about the actual physical gifts. It's about the gift of eternal life. It's available for those who believe in Him to acknowledge that we have sin in our life, that we've not just done wrongdoing, but we harbor ill feelings with people. Perhaps we have anger or jealousy or envy or lust or things like that. And we know that perhaps all that life has to offer is not enough. There's something more. There's a desire and there's a longing for purpose and meaning greater than what this world can offer. Today I'm going to invite you to take up this free gift. And I want to speak to two groups of people. The first group are people who are Christians. But you haven't been to church for a real long time. You haven't been walking with God for a long time. And in the Christian lingo, we tend to call this a backslider from God. It means I've walked away from God. I am not really worship Him, but yet I still consider myself a Christian. But today you say, I want to come back to God. And I want to pray for you very soon. And there's some of us here, we're not Christians. There was once upon a time I wasn't a Christian. But yet I made that decision 
In fact, on Easter one day, I said, I would like to invite Jesus. So I make room in my heart for him. And when I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior, the Lord changed me here inside. How? Did my behavior change? Not all the time. There's still struggles in my life. But I know my destiny has changed now. It's not in eternal suffering. It's actually eternal life. And I'm called to follow and obey Jesus. And when I die, I know for certain I will see Jesus face to face. And on this earth right now, he is with me and he has saved me. And today I want to make an invitation for some of us who are not Christians to receive that free gift. So I'd like to invite everyone here to just close our eyes and bow our heads, if you may. And we're going to pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are here with us. You are Emmanuel, God with us. And this morning, we thank you for the real gift of Christmas isn't a physical present. No, it's the presence of the Almighty God who has come to save us. And His death on the cross and His resurrection, that power is still at work today. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for saving many of us here. As we continue to close our eyes and bow our heads, I want to speak to those of you who are Christians, but you know you are backslided. It means that you've fallen away from God. But today, this Christmas, you recognize your need for God once again, and you want to walk with Him once again. This morning, I want to give you that invitation. If that is you, when I count to three, I would like you to raise your hand because I'd love to pray for you this morning. Are you ready? If you're a backslider Christian, but today you want to come back to Him. When I count to three, would you raise your hand? I'd love to pray for you. One, two, three. Just lift up your hand. I'd like to pray for you this morning. Anyone here? That's right. Anyone, just lift up your hand. Don't be shy. I'd like to pray for you. Yes. Anyone else? Just lift up your hand. I'll pray for you this morning. That's right. Anyone else? Just lift up your hand. I'd like to pray for you. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you see hands that are raised this morning. People who are Christians and they want to come back to you. So, Lord, we thank you for your forgiveness. Yes, that's right. Sure. Thank you. I'm so sorry to hear that. And so, God, we pray for those whose hands are up this morning, that, Lord, as they come back to the Lord, that first of all, that you remind them that you are with them, that you are present in their life, that you've never let them go. And as they come back to you this morning, we thank you and pray that you grant them the strength to continue walking with you each day, loving you and worshiping you. Thank you in Jesus' name. As we continue to pray, there are those of you who are not Christians here today. And we're so grateful you can be here this, today. Celebrate Christmas with us. And today you hear a message about 
Jesus. He is your Savior. He has forgiven you. He has given you grace. And you can enjoy that love relationship with Him. And today you want to accept that free gift in Him. We're going to pray a prayer together, all of us here. And I'm going to get you to repeat that prayer after me. It's a prayer of saying, God, forgive me for my sins. It's a prayer of saying, Lord, we accept Jesus into our hearts. And all of us are going to pray that. And there may be some of you here, you're going to pray that with us. You're not a Christian yet, but you want to pray that because you want Jesus in your heart. And after we pray this prayer, I'm going to invite you to raise your hand as well. But can I invite all of us to repeat this prayer after me? Whether you're a Christian or not a Christian and you want Jesus in your heart, would you pray this with me? Dear Jesus, we thank you that you have given your life for us. We thank you that you are the giver of a free gift called life. We thank you that you are a giver of free gift of life. And today we ask you, to come into our heart and to be our Lord and Savior. If you prayed that prayer for the first time in your life, I'm going to invite you when I count to three to raise your hand because I love to pray for you. If you prayed that prayer for the first time in your life and you'd like to receive Jesus, I count to three, you lift your hand. One, two, three. Just lift up your hand. I would love to pray for you. Anyone here, you prayed that prayer for the first time in your life and you love Jesus in your heart. Anyone? Just lift up your hand and I'd love to pray for you this morning. Anyone here? Oh Jesus, I thank you that you are present with us. I thank you, God, that you can speak to us. And I pray, God, for those of us who are not Christians, that the, today's message will bring them some hope, bring them some joy, and perhaps they've got questions. I pray, God, that the friends that bring them will be able to talk to them about faith because this is a safe space where we get to think about religion and faith and life and the meaning of life. And so, God, I pray that as they leave this place, that you plant this question in their heart about the meaning, the true meaning of Christmas and of life. Bless them. We pray this in Jesus' name. All of us said together, amen, amen. Can we give again a big applause to those that performed today? Our crew at the back, musicians. Come on, let's give a big round of applause. Well done, guys. Thank you so much. We're glad you had spent some time listening to God's Word, and we hope that the message has ministered to you. Should you require more assistance, kindly call 6892-6811, or you can visit us at www.cefc.org.sg for more sermon titles. God bless you in your spiritual pilgrimage ahead.